0: Welcome to our podcast. It's about payroll. We're your hosts, Brian Escobar and Walter William Duncan III. Whether you're new to the payroll game or a seasoned veteran, we have something for you. Welcome back, folks! Next episode, season five. Oh, is this season? Oh, this is episode one of season five. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Welcome, folks. Check out the new backdrop. Like, we're coming, we're, we are, you know, we're evolving. Season we're, five. Season five, yo. We're almost on a, a year. We're almost at 50, you know, 50-something episodes. We're going to do yeah. something special for episode 50. Why yeah. not? Right? Man, what's up, Walt? Are you good? I'm good, man.
1: I'm good. Like, blessed. Happy to be here, man. Excited. Me too. Uh, all all the, the different connections and People that are reaching out to us, yes. man, like that has been awesome, especially these last couple of weeks and months. So
0: yes. that has been amazing Same to me. So yeah, yeah. And I'm very happy too,
1: man. See you I'm right. good, man.
0: The Yankees. Yeah, man. Baseball season's here, right? Opening day just passed. Yankees, you know, we split so far. We got a win, got a loss, you know, see how it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the new season. I'm excited for spring. Yeah. I'm excited for this year. We're on season five. This is episode one. We're bringing you protection against payroll scammers, right? And it was almost like a quick oversight, like, oh, this is, oh, that's, it's no-brainer. No, it's not. It's actually not a no-brainer. There's some really good nuggets here. We found a great article by Kristen Hines. She wrote about payroll diversion and what that is, and it's basically payroll fraud. So yeah, any, anything before we get right into it?
1: I'm just thinking about like all the AI, all the different levels and and different sectors that AI is touching, and I'm I'm interested to see how that is going to impact B-roll because it's going to impact absolutely every sector out there, right? No matter what type of work you do, there's potential for AI to come in and enhance that, Mm -hmm. or potentially replace. So I think that's something that we have to. It may be another episode.
0: For sure. Oh yeah. How, how AI is going to impact. Many episodes I would imagine in the future. Yeah, no, we're, we're really excited about AI and I believe that we have to usher it in, we have to be the ushers of the technology. If we want to stay relevant, if we want to stay a part of the conversation for payroll, you know. Of course, the fear is it, crazy, right? There, yeah, there is a fear of Skynet and I'm speaking of like Terminator and the movies for real, right? Like, cause like, yep, yeah, that's where it ultimately could go. Matrix and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know folks, like we have a job to do, right? We have to usher in technology with hopefully yeah. with a, lead with our best foot. Like I, you know, ideal idealistic in that sense where it, it's not going to get to that yeah, yeah no. I think it's great. I think I'm seeing a lot of opportunities for learning. I think I'm going to take advantage of something like that. I see like some, some universities and college are putting out like little micro mm-hmm. learning things, little micro, right. For like a few weeks yeah. and you learn about AI and you learn about machine learning and stuff like that. So I think, you know, as paraprofessionals invest in ourselves, mm-hmm. right. And stay with, you know, I'm also reading with, we're, we're all always sharing content and consuming so much content with AI. Yeah, yeah, great, great call out, man. Um, um, it, I think it'll be many episodes. We'll definitely talk more. I have some some ideas for it. So, yeah,
1: yeah, no, and I think it kind of fits into this what we're gonna talk about it now because the scheme, the way that these scammers do things, is gonna change. You're right. Uh, when it comes to AI, we're gonna get to more to d-
0: sophisticated.
1: When it comes to digital currency, all this different really things, great like call. Up. Yep, just You're right. Gonna, as, as we enhance, they're going to enhance as well. So this is something that yeah. gets perfectly into today's episode.
0: Yeah, possible. absolutely. Right. Yeah. Now so let's get into it again. We had it, we found a great article by Kristen Hines. Make sure she gets her flowers for this. She did the work to put this info together and it's a really good, like specifically payroll diversion, right? There's a, there's a ton of stuff on cybersecurity, but shout out to Kristen for putting this together straight for, for payroll, Yeah. Um, being very payroll specific. So we definitely honor that. And she defines payroll deferred di- diversion as a type of payroll fraud, where cyber criminals trick employees or payroll managers into changing their direct deposit information. And clearly that then the money is going to go to their account. Oh, okay. So they have a name for it. Business email compromise. Very interesting. Okay. okay. The hackers are doing the research. They're looking up your company mm-hmm. website, right? Mm-hmm. They see who the payroll person is, the payroll manager mm-hmm. is, or whoever that, right? They know who your CEOs are. They know who your leadership teams are. So there's, there's that's one angle. If they're actually infiltrating, which she quotes in this as well, if they're infiltrating your systems and all that, they kind of mm-hmm. know then who emails you the most, mm-hmm. right? So now that's different. It's, it's one thing for, like, the CEO to email you, but if they find out who you are always in touch with, it, that yeah. scam email. May a little, may be a little bit more dangerous. So I, I don't, know, I know. So, go no, ahead. go ahead. Go, no, no, go ahead. That was
1: a, I noticed here that under the infiltrate section here, some of the things that they do is that they look through the credential, they do credential uh, phishing. Yeah. And then they, are they register fake domains and make it seem like a lookalike account, Yep, you know what I'm saying? So it's just. A lot of these email domains, one of the keynotes here that I sent is that small business email domain, some of them are not protected by the two-factor. Yep. You get yep. what I'm saying? So it makes it easier for the hackers to go in there and scam the, these people because they don't have the level of protection
0: that a larger enterprise yeah. the size company may have. Yep. But they easily could because I think it's yep. just the oversight on their part. Like with technology right now. They just Mm -hmm. you just have to go and implement it Mm -hmm. because it's two-factor or two fa they call it because it's so Mm -hmm. hard to pronounce five times fast so (laughs) so let's 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 talk about that the types of attacks and Walt has a little bit of a nugget that we got in the real world this is an actual email that walt got to try to change direct deposits right so basically they email you they email is the main type but they could also text you should also look out for your socials i have an example as well then an email i got but yeah you can see really quick look this is a type of an email that someone can get and what's crazy is they impersonated him emailed him so this is that example this is an example of ai because the ai didn't know the difference they see two different people's names blah 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 They don't realize that william william and walter are the same person and they try to hey change hey walter change my that's so funny Mm -hmm. so look out for these types of emails you can take it down now well thank you for sharing that we just wanted to give you an example like Mm -hmm. that is the type of emails you would get and again it's mainly emails but look out for text messages be careful who you're texting i try to get business off of text if yeah. I have requests, I make them go back and email it to me. Watch out for your socials and your chat, you know, like WhatsApp. I know a lot of companies create unofficial WhatsApp communications, right? Yeah. And that's how, because yeah. it's encrypted, yeah. exactly, but it's encrypted, but it's not regulated by the company. Yep, yeah. you're right. right. There are no official chats for company, right? And that, or where they are, but a lot of employees or groups of employees don't use it, you know, Mm -hmm. they'll kind of create this informal thing. Be careful with that. Yeah. It's encrypted. Sure. But if somebody infiltrates that group, for example, I've heard many examples of how terminated employees stay a part of those WhatsApp groups, Yep. because think about it, your IT, your HR, they're not systematically closing Mm -hmm. systems, right? right? They can't close them out of an unofficial WhatsApp. Right? Mm-hmm. We we can't, you know, inactivate your access to that. We can inactivate your access to the technology, but not that. So be careful with the WhatsApp. I got a, I got a great, a really good. I knew it was a scam, but I wanted to see how it was going to work. So they emailed me and it was different. It wasn't that whole, hey, do this for me. It was, hey, it was a LinkedIn and they used LinkedIn branding. And that's what, that was another mm-hmm. piece of it. They used the LinkedIn branding, which is easy, right? If a scammer, they don't care. They, they're copying, pasting, they're taking whatever they got to take. They're a hacker mm-hmm. rather, scammer, hacker. And so I knew, I knew I, I got the spidey senses like right away. I got the, "Ooh, this is not a good email, but I was yeah. like, but this is different. So for the education of it, I was like, let me see what it's going to do. And sorry, yeah. IT, because I took a chance here, but it was for educational purposes, for research purposes. So I clicked it and it it brought me to a screen that looked like it was LinkedIn, but it was asking me now for personal information. Hey, give me your name, number, whatever yeah. stuff. Yes. But it looked like it was a LinkedIn screen. Yep. But... But here, here's where tech savviness comes in, right? I knew it wasn't legit because my LinkedIn on my computer logs in automatically. Mm -hmm. If I go to LinkedIn, I instantly get into LinkedIn. I don't have to Mm -hmm. log in, right? It's just, right? Single sign on with my Google, whatever. So that is how I knew that this wasn't a legit LinkedIn email. Cause it didn't automatically open my LinkedIn. So I was like, well, this, this is how I know. So you kind of.
1: because you're savvy. That's because you're yes. savvy. You, and you were doing a so for research. A lot of yes. people, they would just go in that some people that don't use LinkedIn. Some people that don't use all these different platforms that we use as professionals yep. to go in and they could be fooled by this, bro. I, yep. I want to, I have this little stat up here. Like consumers reported in 2022, consumers reported losing almost 8.8 billion dollars scams and fraud in
0: 2022 (laughs) scamming is a multi-billion dollar industry because it's a yeah it's a numbers game it's a numbers game right you think about it they send out and now with ai and all this technology Mm -hmm. they can send out a million emails in a day i mean maybe i'm exaggerating but a lot and Mm -hmm. they they only need a few of them to hit yeah, you know what i mean a, per, a small percentage of that to hit to actually make it worth it and then think about it if it's on a credit card oh, you know my mom recently got hit but credit cards right because we should all do all our business on credit cards you know because I mean? it's insured it's protected they can tell that it's not you right the people were yeah. in california making these charges like they they use stuff that my mom does not buy and places that she was not at, right? So that mm-hmm. is a dead giveaway. But but here's the thing, right? The scammers are gonna get away. The insurance covers it. Everybody gets their money back. But so it's like an ins- it's such a horrible cycle. You know what I mean? Yes. It's such a, such a horrible cycle. But here's the thing, mm-hmm. the business. What is what did they call it? BMC. Business. BC. BEC b- business email compromise is very different because I've also, I've also heard examples and I say very different because the money is much greater and the insurance, well, if you got good business insurance, I guess it should be there but on small businesses. That's where they hurt because they, do, they have the right insurances in place to cover this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have heard examples in the past and from, you know, in the world, what is it, the gift card thing? Hey. You get an email from your boss or your CEO, hey, go right now. Can you go buy a hundred gift cards for me and just mail them overnight to this? and You know, what? Oh my God, you got to do it now. Please, I'm in a meeting. It's an emergency. Go now. And they always do it with that urgency. And it says it in the article here too, right? They always, these emails come with a sense of urgency and you got to do it now. (laughs) Right? And there have been cases that people have done this They'd gone out and they bought the cards and they were like, oh yeah, I got it. I came to the office. Hey, I got the cards. And they're like, what are you talking about? You sent me an email to go ahead.
1: Yeah. It's one of the things that it says here, it says it will include language about needing an update be paid in time for the next payday. Or if If I don't get paid, I'll not be able to pay my bills. Those are the type of language, language structure that these emails have. Yep. When when we get them, when we receive them from a business standpoint, or even a personal scam that you get in emails, I get those emails all the time. Yep. Yep. And a majority of the time, if you have preview on in your Outlook or whatever, if there's any links in there, it's safe to say, even though Brian was testing his out, don't click any links in that email. One of the things you should do is look at the Actual email address. Yes. Look at the name. Look at the actual email address. If you saw the example, was, well, I have a copy of it in the show notes and stuff like that. But if you saw the example, it said my name on the But the email was like okay. uh, a lot of
0: digits. I have and it up. It's, it's, it's c006888 at gmail.com. Yes.
1: You okay. look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like basically, what, what'd you say?
1: 71 at gmail.com. <laughs>
0: It might as well say that. So that's another debt giveaway. Great call out. well Look at the email address. Look at the email. Like pause. Pause you know. Yes. So let's see. So is that those are all the that again, it really it's really through email. Um mm-hmm. but keep please watch out for yes. WhatsApp. You know, WhatsApp is a double edged sword. I love it and I hate it for that reason, for business reasons.
1: So yeah. It depends, yeah, it. Work, so. it
0: depends on how um, it works. Yeah, for sure. Just like, watch. I like what you put
1: on, like you put on mm-hmm. here about other social and because it made me think about how, like, even now when we post our stuff, our mm-hmm. ads and stuff like that, like I'll follow somebody, like I follow Gary Vee on TikTok or sure. one of these, one of these social media platforms, right? Yeah. And as soon as I follow him, here come some bots and some scammers saying, oh, underscore Gary Vee. Yeah. And they have 10,000 mm-hmm. followers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't understand the level of they, the level yep. of patience. Commitment. The length that these, mm-hmm. these scammers will go yep. through, they Sorry. will pay to promote their stuff. Absolutely. They will pay $10 a day for three days, 30 bucks. Why not? Yep. Stuff and say, oh, look, this person has this many followers. This person mm-hmm. has this mm-hmm. many likes. It has to be a second account for this guy. So I'm going to trust them. And then yep. they get you scammed just like that.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, just the types of way they do things, they infiltrate, they impersonate, and they infiltrate your information. You know, don't answer emails and stuff like calls. You get, te- oh, I, I get a text a lot that is trying to yeah. tell me my Amazon account is, is frozen and you need to go log on to unlock your Amazon account. Really? All right.
1: Yeah. Yep. You got to understand one of the things that they do their research, Yep, they, they will scour the internet, scour different companies and find out your information like i've gotten emails that look exactly like it's somebody from work yep it has their name their job title has their their signature like their address in the signature all this other stuff it looks with you the only thing off is the email address
0: yep yeah yeah you got to be careful and if folks are you know sometimes folks go too fast you know you're you're such in a rush to get things done yeah and you overlook You know another one is when they may not even ask you to cut a check they may ask you hey change my direct deposit information for me now right out the gate we have if you have an employee self-service system by default do not comply yeah right you have an employee self-service system you as a payroll professional you should push that escalation to to the point where your boss has to say, hey, can you do us a favor? And just this person can't do this. Can you do it for them? Because now you have all the documentation, you have all the backup and you have, everybody knows that you're being asked to do something out of compliance or best practice. It's not really compliance. We would like to say compliance, but it's best best practice. So don't do it, right? If you have an employee self-service system, don't do it. Just don't, no good deed will go unpunished. Do yeah. not change someone's direct deposit information for them. Th- that again, we have an employee self-service system. If you have, that is your solution. Yeah. It reminds me of a situation. I think I, one of my payroll friends told me they were like twins and they
1: worked at the same company and they looked and sound the same. They were like identical twins. Yeah. And so one of them was mad at the other one, apparently. Oh my and goodness called in, knew their siblings' information, knew this, wow. their direct deposit switched over to them because they were trying to help Hold them out like, oh, I lost all this. I can't get into it. Can you please help me? Please please, yep. please, please help me. Yep. Please help
0: me. You, great segue. So let's talk about how to protect, right? Again, mm-hmm. this is, this, the, the main issue here with this fraud is email. And, but again, watch out for the other socials and the and text. Now, if something has happened and we're going to tie this back. It's a payroll fail, right? If if a disbursement actually gets issued, if some a payment is made, you know, that is a payroll fail. We cannot let that happen, right? We have to be diligent about how we process this information. So with that being said, go ahead. ahead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to keep interrupting here, but you're not in a talk show. So so it, it was If you're saying if it's a payroll fail, if a payment is actually submitted, but the first failure was actually changing the data, right? It was, because it had to be changed first before payroll had done anything. anything.
0: It was, but it failed somewhere. You have now incurred a payroll failure, you know, so we, we can't let that happen. And how do we protect? Perfect segue. So some of the things I do, right, is I'll ask employees, there's a long list of what we need to do, but these are, so some of them is like, I'll ask employees to validate their identity when I'm talking to them. If I'm, yeah. you know, if, if this just requires a conversation, maybe they, oh, I'm on the road, I'm just looking at this and can you tell me a little bit about what happens? But, you yeah. know, if you don't know them personally, I, I'm, I pull up their profile and I'm, you know, I'm like, Hey. Can you give me the last four of your social? Can you tell me where you live? Like address, validate who you are, right? Depending on what it is. If it's uncomfortable, then you make them put it in writing, document it. Maybe you have to create a form now. Maybe you have to create a process, but again, do some little things to validate their identity. It's easy. We have their info. Yes. I've, I've called employees directly sometimes. I remember my boss asked me something. Right. And it looked, it seemed weird. And I called him and I was like, Hey, did you just really send me the, he's like, yeah, I did. I know. Sorry. It looks crazy, but it was me when in doubt, don't, you know what I mean? That's a, just a rule of thumb. when in doubt, don't, if you get that gut feeling, you get, Ooh, this doesn't, uh, you know, don't do it and wait, because believe me, folks are going to be grateful that you didn't make a money mistake and that you waited it was legit and you and there was a time pressure oh well sorry that's pay payroll's not built for that like it's not built for like these urgency things that should come from somewhere else go you know get petty cash go do something else like you should have another solution and again i ignore direct deposit. like some of these direct deposit changes or uh, it, uh, and when i say ignore them i'll answer them mm-hmm. and say hey we have employee self-service thank you have a kind day that type of thing you know have something scripted and just copy paste boom um, now those are just my little tips. We got a nice little list of things that you, we as, right. As payroll should do. I on wanted the pay points on that before we go That the
1: list. Something that is said that I find interesting during that disbursement part, when, if it's dispersed, it's said that most hackers, once the money is sent to a hacker controlled account, those funds are quickly transferred to a prepaid or gift card. So you mm-hmm. can't pull that money back. So I don't want you to think like, "Oh, hey, I submitted the payment."
0: You should still Before try though. No. You should still you should try. try. Yeah, you should try. But this but is why it may not work. This is why it may not work. Great call out. Yeah, word. That's a great All call right. out. So
1: going back to these, list the of things we could do to prevent these. Right. So the first one could be protect your company's payroll policies and procedures by ensuring they are not available publicly. Yes, Cyber criminals. Yep. Prioritize cybersecurity, firewalls, antivirus software, and encryption. Encryption is important. Like you, if you send over some documentation, hackers could be waiting for you to send an email. Like they said, they do email phishing. Yep. So you can send an email that has an attachment that has certain employee information. Yep. Name rate of pay, like you send a, a register, you send, you send, yes, you send an employee roster.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not password protected. Census with socials and addresses and yes. identity theft heaven. Yes. So yep. we, we have to really guard that, that that information. We have to be painfully annoying with it. You know, yep. hey, I can't send you that we don't have I don't have a secure way to deliver that to you. You know, yep. so a solve is secure email. Right. Yes. A shared encrypted folders. Yeah. Um, fair. there's fair. plenty of them out there. So encrypted storage, right. And shared storage, things like that. This one, I love train your employees to recognize and avoid the cyber threats. But what I really love in Kristen's article is additional training to the people who are more likely to be attacked. Right. Oh, well. Wow, okay. That's something that we, you know, we really should implement. That's an easy implement now for all companies that don't do it. Um, mm-hmm. I write it down here myself Any who, you know, because yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's a team, there are teams that are more prone to be attacked and we should, yes, we should, right. We should train them out the gate. Hey, this is the protocol you should follow. These are the things you should look out for. You oh, know? Yes.
1: Great point. So if you're in HR, your job title has human resources or your job title has accounting or finance or your job title yep. has payroll, yep. you more than likely are going to be targeted at some point.
0: Yeah, exactly. And there's a whole nother slew of things that they do on the accounting side, and that's a great call out wall because we do have folks that there's probably AP people out there, accounts payable are like our brother, sister roles in this, sibling, right? And there's a whole nother slew of attacks that they do on that and because they deal with vendors and so on and so forth. Hey, if you're an AP person you want to talk about it, come on, come on. Well, then another one is, and this was interesting, institute pay cards as a, mm. as a means to reduce checks and direct or well, not direct deposit, but as a means to reduce checks. So that's a, that's a, I never thought about it like that, you know, from a security standpoint, but that's a great call out as well. Look at that.
1: I wonder, wonder why that is because if we have pay cards, we can, as a company can shut it off
0: or control it. Well, no, it's just, it's not a live check. You don't have a live check yeah. floating around. You know what I mean? Uh, true, 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 true. True. Yeah. And on yep. that live check, right. I don't have to mail somebody a check now on that, li- on that check is PPI. They know, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, it's that security breach type gotcha. of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Uh, consider limiting access to sensitive financial information. Absolutely. These are very, you know. There should be very basic access permissions mm-hmm. within your company. You know, if, if you're, if you're a, even in a small company, you know, you should think about these things, you know, like our, I think we've said it before in, in other shows, when you're building a company, you should build it to scale right away. Think about you're going to build it at this level, but you want to scale immediately, so kind of implement those, think about it, at least the securities that you want to have as you scale. So it's already there. Mm -hmm. Uh, not sharing personal information such as pins social security numbers this (laughs) is such a common like right people do this and they think it's oh my pin is this and my pin is that whoa whoa whoa! no don't say that that. send it over text send it
1: email yes yes if you're going to do that call and and and
0: say it over the phone here's another common mistake people make they'll send a password protected document in the email and then in the next email they put the password you have like now anything. defeated the purpose. You should call the password yeah. in, have an established password with someone so that you don't have yeah. to keep sharing it. You know, say, Hey, it's always going to be this. And you've established yes. that on, on the phone or in person. Like, yeah. like folks, it, it and it's, in the, you know what the problem is? Like, it's never a problem until it's a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we try to, we try to safeguard and we try to warn folks, don't do this. Don't do that. Then when it happens and people are burned and people lose money and things get, then it's like, oh, we really should be tr- tougher at this. Yeah. We've been saying it for years. You know what I mean? So it's frustrating, but just like we always say payroll has to be the squeaky wheel. Sometimes, you know, it's it's we put things on record. We have to politely document things. We have to do these things so that you, you have, you know, I only got burnt one time. Somebody burned me by saying, Hey, you should have gone on record. Oh, word that hey, you ain't got to tell me again. You know what I mean? So you know, and I'm a lifelong life long lesson that I'll, I'll never make that mistake again. So don't share our personal stuff like that. Please, this is, we have to have a heightened, a, a, a heightened awareness of, of this stuff. Uh, login credentials. Of course, people share, again, people share, oh, I'm gonna text you on my email. Here's here be careful. Not don't text your bank information to people, you know? There's like my, my oldest always like, oh, send me the Amazon password. No, I'm not actually going to do that. So Mm -hmm. you lose, you know, and, and then of course, use technology. We were talking about how small businesses sometimes don't have 2FA, Mm -hmm. you have to implement technology. Most things right now are very affordable to build a small business. All the technology is there to build it correctly. To build mm-hmm. it to scale, you know, use those things, implement technology.
1: Multi factor authentication. What I can't say it? that's <laughs> why I
0: didn't say it, because it's multi authentication. Two-factor authentication? Two factor authentication. Two FA is what I like better.
1: <laughs> I I I've heard of this one, but I, I don't know if I'm really familiar. It's just incorporated
0: secure email. Me neither. Email. Software that emails are scanned for suspicious attachments and like. So you know what? I'm gonna say that think it's you know how currently we'll get. I don't know if you've been blocked from any of your your vendors, right? You have to ask Mm -hmm. IT to let them through. Yes. I think I believe this is probably you know this is probably right what it is right with they're scanning what's coming in and they're flagging things as suspicious. Yep. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So. And in in addition to that, what they don't mention here is secured email or the shared drives. Again, the shared encrypted drives, secure emails. A lot of my vendors, like, you know, will have some secure email and they're like, oh, send us this. I'm like, well, you guys got secure email, send me a secure email and I'll send it in there, you Mm -hmm. know, because vendors usually don't have a shared drive with, unless you deal with them regularly. Like if they're ongoing, then some of our vendors, we do have shared drives with secured share drives. These are the solutions folks if you're not operating we're in payroll okay again we are not the fiduciary responsibility but we do have fiduciary responsibility and we need to protect we are the guardians of this information we have to protect the information another thing i don't do is i don't talk to a lot like husbands or wives or bosses about someone's pay mm-hmm. you know what i mean and oh i'm the wife of this one or i'm the husband of that one mm. That's nice. Like, but you're not, you don't work here with us. You know, unfortunately mm-hmm. you're not my customer. If they're on the phone with them yeah, and yep. like most places, what can they do? Hey, if you have them on this, hey, it's your business. Yep. Yep. I'm not going to talk to your spouse. I'm not talking yep. to your, your brother. Your, I've had parents try to call me. Oh, my, and I'm, mm-hmm. that I'm hmm that that's, that's
1: best, best practice.
0: Right. yes. best practice
1: yeah. because like. People can give you a pop story and yep. cry and tell you this, and they could just be reading from something. People, yep. people can act. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: but it, it, it could be somebody that you actually know, and they know enough to pose as something else and be like, oh, I'm a, people do crazy things, right? I don't put anything past anybody. So you, you have, this is why you have to safeguard this stuff because you never know who's going to try to impersonate. So for that reason, again, I don't talk to others, it ha- even their supervisor, a lot of times supervisors, their managers, oh, can we talk about this person? No, we actually can't. That's their personal business. Of course, it depends on what we're talking about. But if they ask something personal, it's like, nah, usually like around medical, oh, their medical or dental, Their are 401k or this, that, and the third is off. Can we talk? Nope. They can call me and we can talk about it or yep. you can have them on the phone. You know what I mean? Yep. So just, Sorry, call yes, we, we gotta be mindful about this. To the point that FBI even has recommendations. Uh, Again, shout out to Kristen in this article. Yeah, this is the laser. And we I just want to make sure. What's Kristen Hines? And we have the the link will be in the show info, of course, and stuff like that. It's, It's a very in depth article. We are just summarizing. And look at this. As as we talk about this, I'm getting a scam text. Really? Yeah. Yeah, just got a scam text. Get them like, yep. Yeah. So we got to be careful, folks. So FBI says apply heightened scrutiny to bank information. I guess we just kind of covered that. Yeah, to bank information initiated by employees seeking to update or change direct deposit Ooh. credentials. So now we do that. We do employee self service, and that you know most systems allow for uh, an encrypted exchange and a you know a safe deal. But it is something that your IT folks should vet when you're consider or you yourself, you know, who will be part of the team, make sure you bring that up. And if you're looking at new systems, vet them for security. I like this next one. This next one is monitor employee logins that occur outside normal business hours. That is a very good one. Mm-hmm. And I guess where, like where they're logging in from, you can, you can create, a, a, here's another one that's not mentioned here. VPNs. Yes. Nordics. Yes. You can provide your, you can provide your employees with these VPN network, uh, you know, they have it where it's two factor and it, now you're home, but you're connecting to your company's network nice. you're using that network and you're on the shared network and it's like, you're there and yeah. that is preferable because now it's, you know, you're safe you that, if right. Your company can encrypt and protect in that environment. So that, that's, that's really ideal. What else? Restrict access to internet and systems handling sensitive information. Implement two FA, and and of course these are kind of basic things. But it's like this is it's the it's the everyday fundamental yeah. habits that build success, right? Yeah. yeah, right. It's these little it's it's small habits repeated consistently that build really great practice, mm-hmm. and that's what you you have right? Routine, routine. Some people hate routine. But that is what, that's the building blocks for success is Mm -hmm. having some routine and following that and gets monotonous and all that, but, but payroll people are only, this ain't for you. This ain't for you. Get out of the business, right? Yes. If, if, if you are, if this does sound interesting, get in the business. We need you, Yeah. right? It's it's just a certain thing that, and I believe that for anything, right? Do what you love. The money will follow. Do what you love. You never work a day in your life type of thing. Mm -hmm. Some of us are good at this. Some of us aren't. And the last one, the FBI says is only allow required processes to run on systems handling sensitive information. So that's kind of sounds like the VPN deal, right? Like you, you can only do this on our VPN, on our network. That's why also sidebar payroll was always considered a non-remote job Yeah, because of the sensitivity of the information, right? right? Payroll and I'm I, I promise there are probably still companies out there that deal with a lot of paper as they do payroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they, they they have comfort in that. So for that reason, you can't, if you can't adjust to using digital, then you got to go to the office. Because I, de- yeah, you definitely can't be running around town with payroll registers in your bag or things oh. like that, you know, pro- employee profiles, mm-hmm. list of payments to be made. You can't mm-hmm. run around town with that, right? You can't go home with that. So yep but you can go home with a laptop and log onto your VPN and only function on your company's network and secured and encrypted and process payroll. You know what I mean? Especially with now with screens, you can have multiple big screens and you can absolutely do payroll digitally 100% nowadays. Um, So that's kind of what it's saying, you know, allow sensitive processes to only be done on certain systems, on certain networks can't do this outside of this network or what have you. Yep. Man, s- that was a good one, man. That was good. Okay. Thank you, Kristen, good for writing stuff. this, this uh, article and sharing this
1: information. I think it's important and up to Absolutely. We, most um, professional paraprofessionals know, but sometimes so, it's good to rehash this stuff and go over it and kind of like, you need recharge to charge that brain. Yeah. Know? Oh, I, I didn't think about this. I haven't looked at this in a while. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess one of the tips before we end, one of the tips I have is even if I do call through one to, to verify information, I just don't do the typical, oh, give me your last four. I say, give me oh, your last five. I your like that. Your social Change because, it up. Give me the yeah, middle three. She's talking. Stop, stop. 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 I like the that. I say that. The reason I, like I say that though, because a lot of these different reports, a lot of these, they, these, and um, and yes, different so right. they they mask. You're so right. Um, socials, but yep. sometimes they do partial maskings. and so these reports have the last four in it. So a right. in a has
0: great it. call out.
1: Last four. Oh, I got that. Great call so, out. Word. I did say ask for the middle three, middle or three, middle two, or something. yeah, the last six, the last yeah. five, something That's that right. they may not yeah. Have, yeah. have access to that only, only the, the
0: employee would know. Yep. Oh, that's right. We used to do the last six somewhere. Right? You,
1: at charter, we started doing yes. that. Yes. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. That's a great call out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's kind yeah. of the theme for this season folks is kind of, you know, fundamentals, rehashing what best practices as a whole, you know, we're going to talk about, we, I don't know what the, we never know exactly what the order is going to be, but we do know yeah. what we'd like. We, we have set out a roadmap for the season. And we're going to do OT, we're going to talk about overtime in an episode because it deserves it, right? What else? What else we got? Oh, some we're going to do best practices with Fran. We don't know when she's, she's a trotter and yeah. like a heavy Yankee fan. She's like, I got to see the Yankee games. Fran, can you tell me what day you're coming on? Um, shout, shout out to Sylvia in Poland. I had a great conversation with Sylvia from Poland the other day, we just you know, chatting about yes. payroll, bro. Yeah. We have awesome. chatting about pay. Yeah, man. Congratulations on her new role. She's going yeah, to payroll congrats. transformation. She, mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because she we talked about that title when we were talking about talent and um, pillar one, a kind of a pillar one item, right? When we're talking about yeah. you know, job titles and stuff like that, she, that title. I don't know if it was her role that I saw, but I saw pay payroll transformation specialist something. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is amazing. This is amazing titles. I think yep. we need to do a show. And probably, I don't know if it'll be this season, but I think it's a, a pillar one type deal where we cover yep. um titles and kind of, I would love to map it out for folks. Like, look, these are in the same bucket. These are, I think are equal until we standardize this, right? Until payroll is mm-hmm. an industry and we yep. standardize titles for payroll, you know, we we can do it on the show right now, you know, not right now, but right here. We can do it. Yeah. Right. I get excited with yeah. this stuff, man. And because I, I keep thinking about that, how titles are different and it's like, man, there's so many titles, you know, and, and, and what do they all mean? What does it really yeah. mean? Where do you rank yeah. with these titles? What does it mean to be Absolutely. A, right a payroll specialist, coordinator, or a clerk? Is yeah. it, is it the same? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know if you. So anyway, we'll, more with that. But so again, this season five is is kind of fundamentals, you know, best practices, hot practices. Um, yeah. topics.
1: Yep, we got OT on here. We have data validation. Ooh. We have separation of duties, checks and balances. These are different potential things that we're going to talk about this season. Yep. And I think you know, any ideas that any of you have out there, any listeners, anything you want to talk about, anything that we missed, let us know. Shoot
0: well, you yeah, have the email, you can do that. And now we, we're always going to have the Q and a open on the, the show yes. chats on the, on Spotify has it. Yep. But of course we're on, we're on, we're on LinkedIn. We're on TikTok now we're on, I think I'm a little, I might, I might be a little bit buried on IG, but YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, and our show, you know, and our, we're going to, we're going to have our website launch is going to relaunch soon. And we're going to have direct connect, right. You'll be able to just engage with us and the whole, it's about payroll experience and company. And, and, you know, as we continue to deliver solutions for you guys and information and whatever the industry needs, right. Whatever payroll Mm -hmm. needs, we are going to try to bring that to, to you, you know, facilitate it, we're going to bring it. We're going to bring folks. We're really excited about that. So. Yeah. Keep listening. Keep coming back. We're the number one payroll show out there, folks. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Everywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Yep. And you know, if you're in pay, we're gonna have paste stub information. Man, we've developed yep. this, some some cool things, some cool information. We just keep you informed about payroll, about your paycheck right? What's important to know about your paycheck, right? If you're you're a fan that's come to the show and and you listen to the true crime and, hey, we get a little gritty sometimes. It's not just true crime and fun. We're talking, this is about payroll. It's about payroll people. So we like to deliver some of that. But if you're the true crime fan and you're like, oh man, I stumbled on this real, they really got into payroll here. Yes. Stick around. Look out for the pay stub series. We already did a season on pay stubs. Check that out. They yeah. would come back with more because we, 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 keep seeing so much information just kind of developing around that space. So mm-hmm. we'll be back with more for that. What else, Walt? What else, man? I
1: think that's it, man. I think that's it, right? a good start. Great show. First yep. episode yep. under wraps. Yeah. off, man. Like this is exciting. Yeah. We have tons of content coming your way, tons yep. of nuggets, tons of different things. So yep. We want to hear back from you we want to hear honest constructive criticism and even things that you know are gonna help us get better and help us like you know grow because we're still growing as the payroll professionals we're still growing we've been in this for you know over over four decades collectively but like you know it's
0: you never learn it that's the beauty of it we still that's yeah that's i think that's what makes it fun for for payroll folks who really love it we this we never stop learning, man. And, uh, you know, like I always say, we're the smartest ones in the room, we're in the wrong room. Wrong so room, please don't hesitate to reach out, you know, like Sylvia did from Poland, man. Oh, what a great conversation we yeah. had. I'm sorry.
1: And, I missed that. Soon. March.
0: next time. No, we'll do, yeah, we're going to keep in touch, man. We're going to keep in touch. Yeah. And, and continue to talk payroll. You know, folks are so passionate about payroll. And I love talking to smarter people. So come on the show, man. We are about, yeah. you know, a knowledge share, and And, and I think that's what it's about because it's so hard to get all of the knowledge in one place, but we yes. can create that community to get that done. So yes, that's really needs it and we can be that for it, you know? So yes. yeah, let's do it. Keep growing, keep learning. You know what I mean? Keep yep. going, you know what I mean? What I mean? All right, man, that was a, that was a great one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, your shirt is Thank awesome. You. By the way, bro. I'm sorry, I, I, I meant to say that man. mood and, and, uh, after, a, bro, long peril,
1: bro, after bro. a long week of payroll, after a long week of payroll, it's just how you feel on the weekends.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. man. Right. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. Have a great yeah. work week, folks. Yeah.
1: Thank you for listening to today's episode of our podcast. We appreciate you. We're grateful for you. And we hope that the information that we'll share with you will impact you as a payroll professional. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and most importantly, keep going.